4: My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable.
0: Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't
4: wait.
1: What
5: does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. In this league on SportsGrid, it's ITL on SportsGrid with your favorite dynamic duo. It is Bogman and the Welsh. That's Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Hello. Sports. You can find me on Twitter at Is It The Welsh. And on the docket, there are three hours in store for you. What do we have, you ask? Well, how about the playoffs? Yes, we're going to be going through how our card, how our bets went last week. We're going to be talking and breaking down each game for the divisional round and our picks. We'll also be giving you what our card may or may not look like. We're going to potentially be looking at uh, a first round NFL mock draft that Bogman just posted on Fantasy Pros. Take a look at that. We are going to be playing a little bit of uh, an interview we had from our baseball show with our friend Ryan Bloomfield from Baseball HQ, doing some player debates for the upcoming season. You're going to get some of that in hour two. And our great friend Casey Bubba, well, apparently casey bubba is just out there ripping off show names he's only done 500 plus episodes <laughs> of benched with bubba and then some i don't know the lady she's on it's like some sports bench with station. brianna or something yeah, yeah, bench, yeah drops this bench with brianna and bubba was yeah devastated. i saw it he's like uh it's the worst like tweet it's the worst too for all these guys like us because you know that type of stuff. Like, how do you compete? It's like a bigger entity, you know, the big graphics, all this stuff. And then like uh, our boy, piece Pia said, people are going to look and be like, Oh, you're copping off a bench with brand. No, he's not. He's been doing this show for years and years and years. There's just nothing worse than that. And I, and you know, his name is a relatively unique show name benched with yeah. Bubba, which you guys can catch on your podcast yeah. apps uh, in this league is relatively unique. Uh, there's been iterations of it. We've had people in the locker room. Yeah, we've had people incorrectly on our own show be like, I got, I love you guys on Outside the League. And, um, there, there has been like other ITL acronyms and stuff like that. Somebody but, called in this league Prospect One, uh, the other day. He I saw, saw that, that. I yeah. saw that. Well, I don't know. That guy was just like, Hey, really enjoyed, uh, Bloomfield. you on, yeah, you really enjoyed you on Prospect One. And I saw that and I was like, I got to correct this. And I was like, Nah, not gonna, not gonna. Not, <laughs> I don't got time for any of this. But I mean, yeah, the the changes and switches and listen, Bogman and I got our hands in a lot of stuff. Uh, we're in That's a lot true. of places. I mean, Bogman even more than me. I've got Prospect One, is a very big entity of my show, but it is directly, it is an offshoot of in this league. And then I do stuff here on Sports Grid. Bachman's doing Sports Grid. He's doing Line Star. He's over on the Fantasy Pros doing stuff. I mean, he it's it's not uncommon to get us confused, and it's probably not going to change here in the near future as uh, future announcements of stuff is going to go down. Every time you say offshoot, I think of that, uh, you know, uh, thing from uh, Jay and
4: Silent Bob Strike Back where they're describing the name of of the stuff, and it's all the sex organ parts. I can't say it here. You know, know what you're oh, an about. offshoot of the, hmm, uh, the
5: hammer. Chamber. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't
4: remember that scene at
5: all? I don't think I remember that. scene. I no.
4: am the commander. Oh,
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember <laughs> I run that. that. I'm like, uh, oh, was that an offshoot? I didn't realize yeah. that was the offshoot. I do remember the <laughs> commander. That was it, John.
4: That was John Stewart. Uh, commander J. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. God, can you imagine John Stewart did something with Jay and Silent Bob? I mean, <laughs> Kevin Smith is very woke and he's very into all that stuff. Uh, We've also got a little breakdown of uh, how last week went. So we've got a four-game divisional series. Unfortunately, Bogman is over it now, but uh, it was a rough go. Uh, There's actually a lot of Steelers stuff with it, too. I got to tell you. Did you see the pictures of Mason Rudolph out there? And did you see like Mason Rudolph was interviewed and he was just kind Didn't of see like, any of it? Uh, he's kind of like, yeah, kind of excited to not like have to step on any toes and whatnot. And the reports Definitely out there saying that the Steelers, I mean that, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. That could have been maybe a, like a troll thing. I, I just thought from a relatively good account, but the Steelers report that they or report that the Steelers are comfortable going in with Mason Rudolph last year just gave me the douche chills for you and i yeah. i'm very concerned for you for next season well you
4: know uh the betting odds came out for who takes the week one first snap under center and jimmy g's third it's, for the Steelers. Oh, there that, that bet exists right i now? actually i think Carr might be better someone posted it in our group me room uh, in uh for in the football room in itl that's so.
5: gotta just be someone doing it for funsies there's no way a book has that available for i you right I, don't, I don't i don't i haven't seen it i just read it uh
4: before someone posted it, but there was. Uh, oh, here it is. According to Bet Online, here are the best odds on who will start week one for the Steelers at quarterback. Mason Rudolph is 11 to four. Derek Carr is seven to one. Jimmy G is 15 to two. Jameis wow. Winston's nine to one.
5: Kenny Pickett, nine to one. Wow, that's an interesting group. Well, um, I would say, you know, if the 49ers lose to the Packers this weekend, there is a likelihood that that is going to happen. Um, you know, my team. They pulled out, it was it was a rough go. They dominated the Dallas Cowboys for three-ish quarters, and then they really start to fall apart. And you know, everything I've been saying about Jimmy Garoppolo for three years was in that game because yeah. he was perfect. And then what does he do? A big mistake. When he a makes a mistake, mistake. It, he doesn't just like he's not like a Patrick Mahomes. like the elite quarterbacks. When they make mistakes, you're like, whoa, okay. Whoo, really. When Jimmy makes a mistake, it's game changing, and he does it once or twice a game. And it's brutal, and it almost costs them. The Niners are pretty big dogs. I, You know what? I think that the biggest dogs of the yeah, weekend, as uh, a matter of are. fact. They're mm-hmm. plus six, at least last I they, saw. All these games are so close. Yeah, and the 49ers came within a shot of beating the Packers during the season, so they've got the recipe. There's a recipe that's out there to potentially to do it. But if they lose, you know, I don't think Jimmy G's going to have that cachet to be able to walk with himself that the Niners have to do it. If they but interesting, win, if they
4: win, you can't get rid of Jimmy G
5: because if now they, you got
4: to a Super Bowl and an NFC championship.
5: If they win and get to an NFC championship, I think it's going be really hard for them to justify to move off of Jimmy Garoppolo with these weapons. But when we come back, we are going to review how we did last week. We're going to start digging into the games, break them down, look at the odds, pick our bets, and we're going to have the coin join us. So, friends, don't go anywhere in this league. We'll be right back with divisional round playoff action right here on In This League.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. consumer cellular when freedom calls we're here to answer call us at one eight 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 freedom half the
1: cost savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line five gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by t-mobile and verizon may 2023
0: hey in this league look at us look at us huh? who would have thought
5: not
0: me, not me. Not me. who would have thought not me. not me look at us look at us who would have thought not me,
5: not me. Not me. In this league.com, you can guys, you guys can come and sign up today if you guys want to support your boys. It is a direct support to Bogman and I, literally to us. And guess what, friendos? When you do so, you can get a whole bunch of stuff. All the baseball ranks live there, whether it's Dynasty, whether it's Prospect, my redraft, my top 300 plus positional tiers, they be there. You're going to be looking for some uh, draft coverage for Dynasty and football. Bogman's going to have you covered. Plus, we've got group me rooms. We've got uh, live streams. We've been a little bit wonky on the secret shows, but we've got a back catalog of almost 100 secret shows, comedy secret shows that are uncensored and more in the future. Five bucks can get you in the door. If you want to go a little bit further, it's not that much more where you can have direct access to us and our community. Come and support us and come and check out the stuff in the brand new year at inthisleague.com. Super easy, inthisleague.com. And, you know, our Patreon has been around for like, four plus years. So this is not a, there's a lot of new Patreons out there and I get it and people get overwhelmed. But the thing I can assure you is we OGs. We weird. I mean, I can't, you know, hundred percent confirm. And obviously, you know, the comedians that go out there and they make buco bucks and stuff like that. They're more important to Patreon. But if you go back and look like we're definitely an OG that has been consistent oh, on sure. Patreon. We're, we're, we're in the top percent of Patreon type of people as far as like, you know, what we've done and how we've garnered a community and stuff like that. I mean, we're no, uh, Matt and Shane's secret podcast. So, do you know, they're up to like 25,000 people? No, I mean, that's, that's, but absurd, they're dummies yeah. and they made it, they made it a dollar tier one, uh, just everything's a dollar tier. A do- I think they might've added a tier, but a $1 tier to get their extra shows. All right. But they got 25,000 I mean, people and Shane Gillis is the funniest person on the planet. So, I mean, we get
4: letters a- from, patreon you know our emails asking us to not do uh not do a dollar tier
5: they and, literally told like, us they're like stop doing a dollar tier and we're just yeah like, no yeah, i like it.
4: that 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 theirs is only the dollar tier that's i know it. That's, that's all hilarious. that they do uh w- uh
5: the super duper mega wild card secret round uh with all the teams uh, by the way i don't want to go into crazy into this but like why did I see people complaining about Super Wildcard Weekend? I, the amount of people I saw being like, you know, hey guys, we don't need this many teams in. Yeah, we did. We absolutely did. Why do we need less football? Like, I okay, I'm actually going to be a hypocrite here. I do hate that we added a week into the regular season, but that's because I'm a traditionalist as far as stats go and all stats don't matter now. Everything that football uh, has uh, done. Well, no, every stat that football has Are you been hashtagging about, all
4: stats matter?
5: Is that what don't? you're saying? They don't. Well, they don't. None of them matter now because there's an extra week and it's going to ruin everything. Every stat that's going to get broken and all the greats and stuff are going to be you know, far behind. You, but- you know why I don't care about add? Well, I mean, I do care. I, I don't think we should be adding any more games because these
4: guys are uh, getting just blasted and their careers are going to be shorter and shorter and shorter the more games you add and all that stuff. So um, the, the reason I don't mind when we added the game is because 2020 is going to be the marker for everything. So, you know, if you're taking any of those NFL records, you go up to 2020, and then everything after that is a new record. I'm fine with it just because. 2020 is that delineation marker in our lives for until we're in
5: the dirt. I'd actually like them to like make that an official thing. Like it's just like a new start. Like it's a new type of thing. Well, see,
4: they won't do that, but they'll do it in uh, 50 years. They'll say, well, really, you had the pre-modern era and then you had the modern era and then you had the post-modern era. Like that's true. That's what they'll
5: have. It's That's a good be point. Like and
4: up to the nineties. And then the nineties to 2020 is going to be a 30 year span. And then after that, so.
5: and I guess like part of the, the hypocrisy that I would be, and I'm, I'm admitting, I'm like a hypocrite here. People could say the same thing, like playoff stats are going to mean less if you're adding more teams in and whatnot. But I don't know. I guess I just had a great time with all around. the games. I, I enjoyed all the games. I didn't see any issue with it. And I saw lots the pe- of different the, the people complaining. The reason that people were saying that is because a couple of the games were absolute blowouts but who cares? Uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, LA, they all blew out their opponents. Yeah, so. but I like they pretty much did too. So but that argument of like you know like Buffalo blowing out New England, like New England's a great team. But Buffalo just yeah, beat that, he, beat he, that butt. People
4: don't think Buffalo deserved that after you know yeah. being assaulted by Tom Brady for 20 years. I mean, you know, let them let them kick the crap out of New England. I just Florida. had a great
5: time. I enjoy I enjoyed the games. But I saw so many people complaining about it. Uh, to be fair, I guess the only really great competitive game was the 49ers Cowboy game. That's the one that got everybody riled up. Every other game was just kind of like, well, the, the Cincinnati uh, Vegas game uh, had a weird call at the end. You know, yeah, so
4: that's true. that was pretty close, too. But I mean, I'm I'm for. Yeah, I, I I actually the reason I like the extra team in is so one team gets a bye. I think that it's just super important. So yeah. I, I I really like that.
5: And last week, uh, we had plenty of games to go through. Here was how we finished out. The coin. Now, this is going to be unfortunate. The coin was the best against the over-unders. It was actually the only one of the three of us that had a 500 record, <laughs> but it wasn't great. The coin finished three, two, and one. We all tied... That Tampa Bay line, I can just tell you right now, everybody tied that. I think we all had the over, and it uh, it was void. But so essentially, they were three and two. Bogman, you were the worst against the. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at. The, uh, no, you and I were tied for the worst uh, on the over-unders. You, you were one, one, and four, four and one. And one. I was four one, one, four and one. Yeah. The coin though, and this is what I I meant to say. The coin was the absolute worst against the spread can't follow a coin flip gentlemen one in five that stupid coin was so screw that coin the only game it got right right was buffalo that's it i love the bills they're my favorite team president's a dummy uh he got it all wrong only one in five against the spread bogman you were three and three against the spread you got the all of the first three games and you missed all the late games you nailed cincinnati Buffalo and Tampa Bay. You missed because you are a scab and took the Dallas Cowboys. You took the Steelers and you took the Arizona Cardinals. You only had a two game card as well. You had Buffalo and Arizona. So you were one and one on your card. So three and three against the spread, one and one on the card. I'm going to give my card first. Bogman, I was two and three on my card. I had Buffalo plus four. I had Tampa minus eight and a half. I nailed both of those. I had the Arizona Cardinal Rams over at 49 and a half and it hit 45 but your boy six and oh against the spread in the super duper awesome wild card divisional super special round go uh, Bonanza six and O oh against the spread
4: that's awesome dude Boom. I mean that's uh excellent work and um you know uh probably you know what we'll have four games and neither one of us will probably go four and zero here. Less games, I mean, a better shot. But six and zero is awesome, dude. That that is great work.
5: I wish I had bet all of them. Uh, <laughs> I actually <laughs> wish I had done all of those things. Now I think I did. I absolutely hit my teaser. Um, I had a I had a great teaser this week, and we t- we talked about last week on uh, bet this league. And I had actually confirmed. I was some of the little sharp guys. Uh, one account I like. If you guys want to check it out, Capwise. wise, uh, I had confirmed it with it. And my favorite teaser of the week, and it was funny because this person had posted, they're like, Tampa Bay plus two and a half and who? And I said, the San Francisco 49ers plus nine. And I had put a big old bet on Tampa and Niner teaser. And of course, because both won, uh, Tampa Bay absolutely dominated and and they won their spread at eight and a half and the 49ers won outright. So both of those teasers played out really well. So it was a good week if I wasn't playing over unders. And I didn't. I'm... Um, well, I mean, as you can see, I had three ge- plays in and two were spreads and one was over-under and I was two and one on my card. So that is how we ended up finishing out, which was a, uh, you know, it was kind of a wild weekend. And I... one thing held true, Boggs, I just want to point out real quick, the spreads didn't matter. Remember what I said? Yeah. I was re- uh, reliving some of that information. I think it was Ralph Michael had said that in the divisional round, history had told us that w- really at the end of the day, when the... If the outright dogs cover, they actually just win. And the spreads, you know, when the favorites win, the spread really matter. That was kind of the big stat. It's like when the spreads, when the the team who has the bigger spread yeah. doesn't even come into freaking play. Right, like They're, it not, didn't they're it, not just missing. It didn't even come. But I, 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 that, I want to set,
4: I, I set us up for the next segment here because I want to get your take on what happened at the end of your game. So I want to talk about that when we come back.
5: Yeah, let's do it. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about the rest of the games and our picks. Don't go anywhere in this league. We're back.
3: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
1: and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
4: Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans
6: offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
0: In this league.
6: Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork?
0: If you're trying to curse, you can't hear.
6: full
5: shirt.
0: Holy
5: Mother shirt Boss. Welcome back, friendos. It's Bogman of the Welsh in this league. You guys can find all of your favorite In This League podcasts on your podcast app, whatever app you listen to, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcasts. They're all there. The In This League Fantasy Baseball, which is two a week right now. Football, all we're doing, though, uh, is one, but we do a Bet This League every week, and it's on that feed Plus, we got College, Prospect One, and this show you're listening to. Just search ITL or In This League on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe, and if they give you the option, rate and review. Give some positive rate and reviews. I know Spotify does, and we found out we didn't have ratings on Spotify because I think that was, like, new. I think that was, like, a new thing. So uh, go and check us out today. We would appreciate it. So, Boggs, your setup was about the 49er game. I want
4: to know how you feel about the end of it. Of course, your team won. Absolutely uh,
5: fantastic.
4: Right, right. Of course, the best I felt. But let's take let's take the context of
5: your team winning versus a team you hate. Out of more than anybody, more than like Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no moral victories in the world and stuff like that. And I know I've set it up. I'm going to be disappointed when the Niners lose to the Packers this week, and I'll be devastated and stuff like that. But there, we all have that. We're like. I get a win over the Cowboys in the playoffs, like I'll be hurt, but then I'll go back to that little nugget. It, it's like the, you know, it's better to I have loved. I think this than point never. it's
4: Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots. Those are the teams everybody loves to see lose. And they yeah. all
5: lost this weekend. You know, they say like, it's better to have loved and, and lost than never love at it all. It it's all. a type yeah. of thing where like, I'll have a memory where I'll go. Oh, yeah, we beat the Cowboys. Like, that's really <laughs> great. like I'll, I'll go back. I'll, like, we didn't win the Super Bowl because Jimmy G, and he's going to make a mistake. He's going to make a critical uh, throw. He's going to throw a pick in this game, which is probably going to cost the 49ers. Spoiler alert. But uh, I'll have the Cowboys thing. So uh, w- what exactly would you like to know? Because Well, I just wanted great- to
4: know, okay. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of controversy around it, of course. You know, it's a call at the end of the game. Um, I, But I don't understand why... McCarthy and Dak and all those guys were complaining so much. Like, you ran the ball with 14 seconds oh. left and no timeouts. What did you expect to happen? It was a dumb play call. They said that Kellen Moore called it and that McCarthy approved it before. It was a design run, which I don't believe for one second. I think that Dak made that call. They're trying to protect protect it, Dak because he's the franchise quarterback and all that stuff. It looked um,
5: designed. I actually disagree. Like going back, it looked like a design draw up the middle. If the that's prop-
4: designed everyone's fired and Dak is gone that that's like someone somewhere had to say we can't do this guys there's well, 14 seconds left I mean what dude are you,
5: thinking? you know every interview that Kellen Moore is doing right now they're like so let's talk about that play real quick Dak I think it, it was a design We're play to protect Dak and I'll do the same thing for your quarterback that's you know what he
4: should be saying in those interviews
5: you know what's really funny and interesting I, I'm forgive me if, if I'm forgetting where this was but that's the second. Ball lineup issue that happened over the weekend, and I don't remember if this was if McCarthy had the if it was in hit if this game or a different game, but there was the issue where remember the offense stayed out, and then all of a sudden they brought on their punting team real quick, and then um they had to let the defense be able to set, and then the uh, then there was a delay a game, and it was ridiculously stupid. Uh, thing it, that happened was that i don't know if it was my game just as well ba-
4: I, I i can't remember i remember that play happening but, i honestly don't remember. but what i think is so was.
5: interesting about that is those those are two really big issues with ball setting here because why i understand the 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 thought process of what they were doing there it was we're gonna we have they had like 14 seconds or whatever we're gonna do a delay he's gonna get up we're gonna get up the line we're gonna spike the ball have two seconds to throw a hail mary the execution, of the, the thought process is like, okay, I think it's a horrifically stupid idea because right. what you want to do is you want to quickly throw the ball out to the sidelines, but the Niners had adjusted to go on the sidelines. But the problem, and this is not for, foresight thinking, is exactly what happened. You can't do the delay and then all your guys get up and you immediately snap the ball. The ref has to get the ball they set. They have to, and it they has have to, to get,
4: place the ball. That's the rule, and it's every play. Every play in a yeah. hurry up, the, the ref has to go up and spot the ball it's and what that's what do. nobody thought line. about they thought remember, oh, we got 14 seconds Chase claypool well remember claypool on thursday night football yeah we were watching and he did the point thing and, and they you know uh trey turner came ripped the ball out of his hand trying to get it to the ref because the ref has to place the ball every player knows it
5: all of them so many it. of those issues the ball setting issues this weekend so i don't think there's controversy i think uh i i Listen, it's controversial I'm, because the
4: referees were involved in the final play of the
5: game. But uh, like, and they that, had to make the call that that's the game a was dummy. like that whole, like, you know, oh, they shouldn't be throwing at us. Oh, they're throwing it the through us. Oh, good job. Like you're, you're complaining about ridiculous. Well, he already stuff. apologized for that. I don't know. He, that, well, that, because,
1: that, yeah, because he got criticized.
5: Like, but, but what I'm saying is, is like cowboy fans, I get being upset about stuff, but you can't how can you be upset about that you made the one of the worst play calls you could possibly do with no timeouts the ball has to get set what do you expect what what else do you expect the ref had to get upset the ball they have to do that and you ran out of time and you what else why is that a controversy you guys made a horrific play call and you got slapped for it you didn't need to why would you run a drop the middle with no timeouts and less than twenty seconds on the play clock, you got big fat offensive linemen that need to get up. You have uh, an umpire, uh, a ref that has to get up and place the ball. Like maybe it's close. It didn't happen. You made a stupid call. There's no controversy. This wasn't one of those like, right. oh man, the this refs decided the, the, the game. Yeah, the no, it's Rams not. and
4: Saints and, and all that horrible stuff.
5: And, play calling decided. And the
4: game. also, you know, the uh, the refs deciding the game. Don't put yourself in a position for the refs to
5: decide the game. Right? It's exactly I mean, what that, they did. That's, Uh, a big part of it too. So I just, you know, they moved the um, ball, by the way, they were moving the ball. They were getting on the 49ers, 49ers had just, and and they did this. That was the whole
4: thing, man. It was like the, Oh man, Jimmy G's mistake is going to, you know, screw the Niners here because the Cowboys are going to go down and win this game. And uh, obviously that didn't happen. And um, you know, and it's so funny because I've seen, uh, I don't know, no one else is going to remember this play, but there was a play uh, that, you know the Steelers were playing the Jaguars in the playoffs and this was when no um, one will remember Bru- Bruce Arians thanks uh no Jaguars, one remembers the last night or Super Bowl either dick um, uh, yeah they do
5: the lights went out it was baltimore and you know, san francisco win. i'm talking about when you win the super bowl so oh well i mean every, i remember that though,
4: most too. most of our listeners were not born Jerry so Rice. uh
5: but but uh
4: Steve Young, anyway six, seven, uh anyway um Monkey. Th- th- fourth fourth down um, and we have to get a first down to win. It's like fourth and 13. It's not close. And Bruce Arians called a quarterback draw with Ben Roethlisberger up the middle. He got seven yards, but he's 280 pounds. Yeah, How's he supposed to run 13 yards for first down? He's not Antonio Brown. It, it like for whatever reason, there's these idiotic play calls because no one will think about it you know why no one will think about it because it's stupid and and, uh, that was like if
5: that was a a design run it is just idiocy oh i don't even think it's a question i I I think it was a design run and again see the 49ers what they had done is they were allowing sideline through the early set of it and then you can see they made the adjustment where they literally cover deep in the sideline, they lift the entire middle open, daring the team to come up the middle, And Kellen Moore and Dak and all them, they figured we can get our yards and we can throw a manageable pass to try to get a pass interference call or something like that. But it was idiotically stupid. It couldn't have been dumber um, to run that with no timeouts. They thought they had to. I just, there's no controversy. So I I don't, I don't see what there's debate about. They put themselves in that position. They made mistakes. They made a million mistakes. People complaining like, oh, guys even breathe. Well, they they had the flag. Well, stop cheating.
4: They had the, well, that, that was true. <laughs> I mean, but your, your team had nine penalties and I had plenty uh, of penalties and, and the Cowboys had 13. So, you know, I mean, everyone's saying, oh, well the Cowboys, every single play was a penalty. Well, a lot of them for the Niners were too, so that the, yeah. the refs were involved. But the refs Niners had a couple
5: ridiculous side. ones, a couple stupid ass ones as well. So uh, I don't think there's much. It was a great time, though. A fantastic time. It's just it what everybody's game. talking
4: about because we also, you know, the uh, there was a play in the Raiders and Bengals game that that um, you know they they blew they blew the play dead because there was an inadvertent whistle and the Raiders looked like they scored on it. Like yeah. they, that was that was a whole thing too. So you know, it, it's funny, you know love- one round into the playoffs and we're already hammering on the refs already
5: i would love you know. to not have a ball spot issue because uh, i would love for that to go away i mean i'd love for the refs to be quiet about all of it and and you do have to wonder throwing into this weekend is i mean we're kind of even heading into break here in a minute and we'll get into all our picks but you do have to wonder that what was i think it was that raiders crew it already was announced that they were Drone not uh, yeah. that they're not going to officiate any more games throughout the playoffs and they're done, and that crew's done. And then you look at the controversy that went with the Cowboys. So that was a, a correct call. You look at the issue with the punting. There's a lot of eyes. I wonder if you are going to get a divisional round. That a lot of stuff they're going to let them play ball. You know what let I'm saying? Them, like well, that's what they should do. Yeah, they're 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 going to kind of like you're going to get a lot less calls. It's you're going to be probably some more pass interference stuff, some dicey stuff. If they're going to let those guys play, and you're going to have less calls. Uh, Than we've had, uh, maybe you know. Cut I, in half. I know,
4: I know. The saying is, "No press is bad press," right? But I feel like having your NFL games be kind of marred by, uh, you know, a bad officiating or not even bad officiating, just calls that that, um, you know, decide a game. That is not what you want for your no, brand. The NFL so, doesn't
5: want that. Yeah, for sure.
4: No one should want that. It's it's a it's a bad look. You know, uh, if if we have no idea who the referee crew was. It's kind of like offensive lineman. If you hear an offensive lineman's name called, it's because he's getting beat like a drum out there, right? Yeah. That's why you hear his name or he's getting penalties. You know, you never hear, oh, what a great job this offensive line lineman has been doing uh, in, in this spot. You rarely see that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's the same thing for refs. If you have no idea who the refs were at the end of the game, they did a great job.
5: And, and the interesting conversation will be like, what does that potentially do to games? Does that maybe create more offense? Um, is that going to be better for wide receivers if there's going to be less calls I tell you that's not a great thing for the San Francisco 49ers if there's going to be potentially less calls because they're going to have to be physical against the Green Bay Packers but guess what we're going to break these bad boys down finally right at the start of the next segment we are going to kick it off with the Saturday games Uh, pre-warning how these episodes air sometimes Uh, the Saturday games you know you could be listening on um, on ESPN radio and you might have already the games might have happened but you get our pre-take we're going to go Bengals-Titans my 49ers versus the Packers and then we'll be jumping into the Sunday game So don't go anywhere in this league. divisional round breakdown coming up
0: The crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at $40 a month experience it all live with sling sling
6: addiction plays hardball he would hit me with these verbal attacks I just said to him I love you so much you're such an amazing person I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him.
2: Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost.
1: Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call.
0: What is this? It's in this league. What? How can we be expected to teach
1: Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside
5: the building? In this league.
0: Has to be at least... Three times bigger than this. So that's Bogman. I'm Welsh. It's
5: in this league. You guys can also check out some of our great merch over in this league. Dot fans, shirts, mugs, stickers, all the stuff, all the things. Whether you're looking for the podcast artwork, you're looking for just the logo, maybe a little bit of Bog Jr. A cartoon caricature of Bogman is absolutely what you need in your life. Plus, we've got the Prospect One official shirt of Prospects Assemble and much more. Go check it out today. In this league.fans and get yourself some stuff. All right. We wasted a lot of time not talking about the game, so we need to get into said games And the first game. We have got coming up here is the Bengals and the Titans, AFC North versus AFC South. Some little statty stats for you via via the site that is not FanDuel. Um, Here's some stuff. Joe Mixon has scored at least one touchdown in each of the last seven appearances against AFC South opponents. That's fun. The Bengals (laughs) have won four of their last five games as underdogs against AFC opponents. Julio Jones has recorded 59 plus receiving errors in each of his eight previous postseason appearances. That means nothing to me because he's Julio Jones. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, 11 and 7 against the spread, 8, 9 and 1 on over-unders. Titans, 10 and 7 against the spread, and 8 and 9 on over-unders. But the better record, the 12 and 5 record, going to the Tennessee Titans. So this game currently sits. At uh, the Tennessee Titans, a three-and-a-half point home favorite, 47-and-a-half is the line, bogs. What say you on this? I know you hate yourself some Bengals.
4: I do, but I got them straight up. Uh, I, I think they win this game on the road against Tennessee, and um, I hope I'm wrong, of course, but I don't think I'm going to be. This team is peaking at the absolute correct time. Uh, you know, we, we saw them beat the Raiders, and, and look, the Raiders were on a nice little streak themselves, and um, they, they did take their foot off the gas a little bit uh, last week and let the Raiders climb back in. So uh, you cannot do that against Tennessee. You're on the road this time. Everything's got to click. There's no weather advantage here. It's going to be cold. Both these teams are cold city teams. So, um, you know, I, I think that just the way the Bengals have been playing and finding a way to get Jamar Chase the ball, and they de him a little bit in the last game. He had four rush attempts, you know. So, they're finding a way to get the ball in his hands. Joe Mixon is playing great right now. Um Burrow looks just unflappable at this point. So, um you know, the Titans obviously have the home field advantage and they've been playing pretty good ball. You know, we we for like 3 4 weeks just kept saying they're going to they're going to lose. They're going to be a first round out. There's no way they get the bye. blah 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 all that stuff, and they held on to that bye the whole time. Most of the work was done in the first half of the season with Derrick Henry. This is also what you save Derrick Henry for. You put him on the IR and keep him there for this game exactly, but it's his first game back. They did say there's a
5: decision coming, by the way. I mean, just everybody should know. We're recording this on Thursday. Uh, Mike Vrabel, I agree, but Mike Vrabel said a final decision on his status will be made on Friday. He's progressing well. I would imagine that. And barring a setback, he is yeah. a full go for this game. Yeah, I mean, you know,
4: stranger things have happened than him not playing in this game, but it would be fairly shocking to see him not playing this game. Agreed. So, because he's already practicing and they said he's doing full contact and all that stuff. So, but it's, you know, uh, how, many, how many games did they have A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry healthy for? Two this year? I think A.J. Brown got hurt like week two. So, you know, uh, it all could click and this could be a silly pick by me for... Taking the Bengals because the Titans just they run Derrick Henry 35 times and Bengals barely ever touch the ball, and make mistakes when they do have it. But I just don't see that happening. You know, uh, the Titans have lost some duds of games. Um, this is Derrick Henry's first game back off that entry for a while. I think it was Halloween was this last game. So uh, I got the Bengals winning this one straight up. I'll also take the under in this game. I, I think it plays a little bit towards that. But um, uh, I I hope it's a close one and I hope the Titans win by three but I will be picking the Bengals plus the three and a
5: half. I think this game is really tough. My, my initial gut immediately goes hammer Titans. Um, I hate the hook though. I hate the three and a half. I could definitely see this being a three point game. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that runs against the Tennessee Titans is how the offense versus defensive, or really it's the matchups is the best way to put it. The Bengals, you know, top 10 in passing offense versus a bottom 10 passing defense the Titans number two in rushing yards, but the what actually this matches up in Tennessee uh, or I'm sorry the Bengals defense is um, uh, really really good. I'm sorry it doesn't match up. It's just, I'm looking at a wrong thing here. Uh, the Titans offense monsters against the or uh, for the run, and the Bengals defense monsters against the run. And then the same thing happens here with the passing side. So the, what I'm getting at is the match. I'm not saying it succinctly because I'm looking at a million different charts here right now. <laughs> but what I'm trying to attempt to say is the matchups don't work in favor of the Titans on this. And you do have a peaking that's happening with the Bengals. My problem with the Bengals is I think this is an incredibly tough road game. T. Higgins was completely shut out of the last game. It was all Jamar Chase. I think there's a hyper focus and The game-changing idea is that the Titans were one of the most dangerous teams when Derrick Henry was healthy and out there. He just changes what this team is allowed to do. I think it changes the focus that the defense is going to have. You know, I mean, the the team can go out, and they can just spread out, you know, their secondary, and they can try to work. I mean, the Bengals don't have a good secondary. They give up yards as well. But if the defense has to be focused on Derrick Henry, it's going to create more of a play action, and Derrick Henry is just a star. Listen... I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans on this. I think the Sharps are on the Bengals right now. I also hate that hook, but I think Derrick Henry is the game changer. If Derrick Henry were to somehow surprisingly be inactive, then I'm hammering the Bengals. And I actually, yeah. I think this one goes I think to the closer line will to a pick them Yeah, I think I think it goes close to a pick'em, Uh or it could flip if Derrick Henry were to not play. I don't think it actually flips because at home, but I think yeah. it should be closer to like two or one and a half, um, plus still on the Bengals. But I'm going to go with Tennessee... Minus three and a half. I'm not even sure if I like them as a tease piece either. I think I don't love this game. I don't see myself. I don't know if I'm going to bet this. I want, if I do, it's Tennessee minus three and a half. The over-under is tough here. I'm going to actually go with the over. Uh, there's only been 40 points scored on average uh, in Tennessee this year. So this really works in favor. I feel like there's definitely an element of Vegas wanting us to hit that under when you I feel like you that. and me are
4: hedging. Cause I, I picked the under, but I think that plays more towards Tennessee and, and you pick the over. And I feel like that plays more towards Cincy.
5: Yeah. I think it plays to both. I mean, I I think there's going to be points scored in this. Neither one of these, de- these defenses can stop the run better than they can do anything else. And they both can't stop the pass. And that is a huge favor for Cincinnati. You do have some health back with uh Tennessee side. I'm going to side with Tennessee minus three and a half and I'm going to go with the over. And then we've got to get the president in here. Yes. We are still flipping the coin <laughs> and tracking the coin. Had a horrible oh, I like week. Both last These week.
4: cities and my favorite cities. Uh, the
5: heads Queen will be city. heads will be Tennessee. Tails will be Cincinnati and the flip going with Tennessee. Uh, the coin Tennessee. is me. music Don't like that.
4: city. I love music. My favorite
5: uh, heads for the over tails for the under the flip. Also going over. Oh, boy, the and coin is the completely, completely the going with me. I like that. Man, I like that. I'm not sure how much I feel uh, comfortable with that one. All right. Next game up. Oh, man, this one I'm setting aside everything. The San Francisco 49ers are traveling to Green Bay. This line at one point was at six. All the sites, it's actually moved down. It looks like a little bit of betting on San Francisco. It has moved to Green Bay five and a half. The line is 47. Uh, your little factoids, if you'd like to check them out. The Packers have won 14 of their last 15 games at Lambeau Field. That's quite a stat. That is quite a stat. Uh, Debo Samuel has scored at least one touchdown in eight of his last nine appearances. And the Packers have won the first half in each of their last six games against NFC West opponents here. Um, Defensively, both actually pretty strong defenses. Niners offense has been decent. Packers offense a little bit better. And against the spreads, the 49ers have been 10-8, 8-9-1 on over-unders. And the Packers 12-5 and against the spread. This is a sub-1 touchdown, Bogman. And I think this is a little bit more of a question I would allow to hear people being like, don't you think the Packers could blow out the 49ers? Like, the whole Cowboys stuff last week, give me a break. This one's tough, though the Niners played the Packers and they, they screwed themselves. The Niners, like they love to do, screwed themselves against the Packers early in the year. This is a winnable game for a strong defense as long as Warner and Bosa are back. I haven't even heard updates on that, but the Packers are a monster, and playing in Green Bay is a whole nother ball game. So, what do you think about minus five and a half?
4: Warner's fine, by the way, and uh, which surprised me because it looked bad. Everybody was uh, worried about Warner more than anybody. Nick Bosa is still in concussion protocol; has to clear, yeah, so he'll that, get cleared. That's- they will magically get cleared on Saturday morning. of course. So uh, I'm taking the Packers in this game, but I I don't like this game. There's no way I'd bet it. Um, And the only reason I'm taking the Packers, because you just look recently defensively, and the Packers have not been stopping the run, which is what the Niners do almost to exclusivity, right? Um, But it's your guy Jimmy G, man. Uh, He just cannot be trusted in this spot. It's going to be nine degrees and a little bit windy in Green Bay. Uh, at kickoff, it looks like, according to the weather report here. So um, it's just not a favorable matchup for your Niners. Plus, I just cannot trust Jimmy G going on the road to not make a big-time mistake. He made the mistake against the Cowboys, and the Cowboys made bigger mistakes, obviously, with 13 penalties and the boneheaded run. Cowboys definitely the shot game.
5: themselves in the foot more, more than anything. Right.
4: I don't think you're going to get that from Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So uh, for me... Uh, I'm going to take the Packers and lay the points. I love that it's come down to five and a half. Six is kind of pushing it for me. So um, I do think they win by a touchdown. And I think it's probably Jimmy G's fault that they lose this game. So uh, I'm just going to take the Packers because I don't believe in your boy, Jimmy.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't believe in my boy Jimmy either. The one thing, again, when, I think when you get down to you talking cold weather, you get your defensive guys back, and, and this goes on the ground, the 49ers can stop the run. Uh, I mean, Aaron Jones gave them some fits more in the passing game. Uh, Devontae Adams is going to be a problem for the 49ers. There's no doubt about it. But getting Warner and having Bosa will be very important. The 49ers are built for a game that – needs to be ran. I mean, they are built for this. Debo Samuel can thrive. I think you're going to get another 10 carries. I don't know. I want to look uh, what Debo's rushing prop is, but I think I'm going to take it again this week. Here's the deal. I want the Niners to win. I kind of don't think they're going to, but I'm going to take the five and a half on the 49ers because I think this is a close game. You want to talk about memories? You want to know a memory I have? In my bed as a teenager, Terrell Owens catching a touchdown across the end zone, getting smacked crying and the 49ers winning in the playoff against the green Bay Packers. That's a very, very hardcore memory for me. Uh, I do think Aaron Rodgers is the best piece here. He loves to beat up on the 49ers because he wanted them to take him. But uh, I think I would not take 49ers money line. 49ers might be part of a tease piece for me this week because you can get them. I'd love to get six, but I really don't think the five and a half, six matters. I think this is within four, or this is way over a touchdown. So I think this number is still completely fine um i'm gonna take the 49ers plus five five and a half what about that over under did you say i i don't i don't think i said but i am gonna go with the over because i do think that the
4: niners are gonna be able to run and put up some points on green bay and um you know aaron Rodgers is gonna score on anybody so i i did pick the over here
5: what was the last game didn't they score 40 wasn't it 47 that they scored let me take a look I mean, that would make sense here. to put it at 47 if that was a score. Of I want to say one. it was like right there. Usually these have like what the last matchups were. If not, it doesn't matter here because I'm also leaning towards the over. 49ers are showing the ability to run. It's the cold weather, though, that gets me thinking like, you know, could this be more of a game? No, it was actually, yeah, it was 58 points. It was, uh, it was Green Bay 1 by 2. It was 30 to 28. Uh, I'm going to also smack the over. This one actually might make my card that over piece. I think the but, coldest
4: games this weekend went over, by the way.
5: So. Yeah, and you know something I love? I, I, and a lot of people tell you don't put over-unders on teases, but I don't mind teasing this down because you get this down to like 41 points, and I think that is very manageable. So I'm going to go San Francisco. I'm going to go with the over. Let's bring in the uh, coin president of the world. Heads for Green Bay, tails for San Francisco. The flip. Going with Green Bay. Covering and heads for over, tails for under over uh under Under. i'm going with the under so uh that is what the coin says here let's see how much time we have how much uh we we gotta break break, actually right now so when we come back we break it down the next two games don't go anywhere
3: sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com
1: And call 1 888 freedom or visit consumercellular.com.
4: Savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line, one, five, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
6: I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that
0: says In this league. Hey, Farva,
6: what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the mozzarella sticks?
5: In this league. No! Oh. What's up, friendos? Final segment, hour two. It is in this league. When we come back, we got a nice little seven-minuter for you uh, coming up on the other side, and we are going to do the last two games. We're going to do the Sunday game, so make sure you tune in there. want to give a shout-out. Our boy Bogman has a brand-new mock draft over on Fantasy Pros for the NFL, and Bogman, was your number one overall pick a quarterback? No, it was not. It was an offensive lineman. I don't believe it. An offensive lineman going one overall? Yeah,
4: I know. It's unheard of, right? Uh, O-linemen never go one overall. Yucky.
5: Uh, yeah, but uh,
4: no, I mean, it's the Jaguars, so they're not going to take a quarterback. Give us your top five. Give ones.
5: us the top five picks in your mock draft.
4: Okay, I got Evan Neal going number one to Jacksonville. Uh, I have Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher from Michigan, going to the Detroit Lions at All two. All the sense in the world. I have Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher for Oregon, going to the Houston Texans at three. Uh, Derek Stingley, the cornerback from LSU, going to the Jets at four. And then uh, number five is my first quarterback, Matt Corral, going to the New York Giants.
5: Yeah, I like Matt Corral. Um, Let me ask you real quick. Do you don't do you or do you not think that this is one of those prime drafts where I know you put offensive linemen and blah, 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 but this seems like team trades up to get their guy at their court. I know Matt Corral might not be the most exciting guy on the planet, but if you want a quarterback <clears> and you're <throat> the Jets, you're the Giants, you're the Panthers, don't you gotta go do it? I mean, the Giants have two picks in the top seven, though they probably be better using another place. I mean, do you do you think a team trades up into the top five to get their quarterback, which we typically see? Crying. Could you could you actually see, spot. Okay, because I was like, could you actually see an offensive lineman and three three defensive players going in the top four? Well,
4: every every single person's mock draft. I guarantee you if you go through and look at them right now, this second, Evan Neal, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson, in whatever order. Those are the top three in every single mock you'll see, most likely. So then the quarterbacks come in, and you're absolutely right. Like, I I don't think those top three teams will trade out because I think Evan Neal is the best lineman by a wide margin, and the edge rushers are the best players by a decently sized margin after that. So, but yes, this is going to be prime. Someone falls in love with one of these quarterbacks, and trades back into the first round I mean, or up to get them. Absolutely. Listen, if the
5: Giants love Matt Corral, they've got the fifth and the seventh pick. I mean, why not? You could trade up into number one. That's all you do. I don't think and you
4: have to, though, if you're them. I don't think you yeah, have to. Yeah, maybe
5: you don't. You probably don't. It's an interesting draft. Go check it out. Uh, it's out there, it's on Fantasy Pros, and check out Bogman's Twitter. He's got that tweeted out for the NFL draft. When we come back, it's a Sunday wild, uh, divisional round game, so don't go anywhere. More picks right here and in this league. Hour
6: two.